Welcome to an absolute freestyle beer wall session in Fiji Island, Savu Savu. I got bro, my be- best, one of my best mates, uh, Benny, on the session again. Bro, how you doing? Man, I'm, I'm better than ever, eh? I mean, with this view, yeah. with this um, with this gin that we just got, like, what is this called? Blue turtle gin. Um, rare gin in Fiji. It's got a turtle, literally. The turtle looks yeah, pretty good. Yeah, have a look good. at that. That turtle looks Fucking amazing, looks bro. fire, eh? Yeah, bro, it looks good, eh? We got some good sample photos of that, and we'll, we'll send it out to Blue Turtle as well later yeah. on. But, man, this has been just a crazy trip, eh? This is probably the best night, well, will be the best night that we'll have in, uh, um, what is this, Lombasa? No, Suva Suva. Uh, Savu Savu. Savu Savu, yeah, Savu Savu. Yeah, but it's really nice, yeah. It's good weather. It's not too hot. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's awesome, but, um, bro. You know, Honestly, you know what's better than that? What's better than that? And you chatting <laughs> with two mics. I have to hold them. <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford stands, bro. Can't afford stands. And, and stands are going to cost too much, or, or it's going to it's going to take too, nah, much, space too much space in my bag. Space in the bag, yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, I mean, more, most people will say you, you can just get one of those little. Um, can you hold it closer, more. by the way? Yeah, thanks, mate. Oh my god, <laughs> I gotta I gotta kind of kiss the mic now. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, you get one of those lavalier mics that you pop into your shoulder and, and that's it. And you hide it away. But okay, well, I mean, we just want to, ex- you know, show nice, um, expensive stuff like Shaw. Yeah, bro, we got to yeah. do it. We got to do it. This is my first time actually using this. <laughs> <laughs> the audio quality is going to be good. Trust me. Probably better than the visuals. Um, awesome. Sweet, bro. Uh, how are you finding your first ever trip to Fiji? Mm. What's the key learnings? I mean... L- learnings is always be on time you know not like someone <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> i mean you can be last minute but you still can you still have to be on time <laughs> <laughs> they call ben uh mr right on time he, he was literally sick last week and i'm touch touch wood he doesn't get days, sick. Eh? he was literally sick for 10 days and we've been planning this trip for at least um at least a uh, 12 months this is a, a, a big trip for future weddings and also uh, our creative I agency. I almost pulled it. I almost pulled it. <laughs> I almost pulled it. Um, but he made it last minute and he packed his bag literally two hours before his flight. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. So the, so the real story is my, my, my luggage, that July luggage that I was talking to you about, <laughs> you got me to order. Yeah. <laughs> came literally two hours before i went to the airport (laughs) and i was just waiting for that so i can pack my bags you know and then and then when 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 we went to the airport freaking um literally i was literally the last one on the plane again i'm always probably the last one on the plane (laughs) (laughs) they sometimes have to call my name eh? i love it when they call my name sometimes but it's 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 not funny but like sometimes um i just get lost in the duty-free you know, yeah, shopping sprees and stuff, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, but I still got here in um, was it um, Nat Nandy before you did, and you, you went to the airport like, like at ten a.m. like five, six <laughs> hours before I did. I so, so just to give the listeners some context, Ben flew from <clears throat> Auckland to Fiji, and I flew from Melbourne to Fiji, and I got to the airport at like nine a.m. And this guy literally got <laughs> to the airport two hours before, and he still got there before me. I actually didn't realize how far Fiji is actually from Melbourne. To be honest, it's actually quite far. To be honest, yeah, because it takes it takes what four and a half hours to get to Melbourne. Yeah, bro, from Auckland. Yeah, easy, man. That's true. All right, let's get on to the nitty gritty of the session, bro. Um, What's the nitty gritty? Yeah, to be honest, yeah. I, I was I'm literally making <laughs> the agenda in my head as I go in this <laughs> session. So this is going to be the most. Uh, 
probably the best nice versus wild freestyle you're ever going to hear. Uh, what I want to get into before the real stuff, I want to before want, the real, real stuff. stuff. I want to get into uh, how's your first experience being of my hometown, Lombasa, so far. Oh, I mean. I didn't expect much from it in the beginning, but (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah, it was 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 good. The people was nice, you know. We I remember the first day when we went to um the new the supposedly new world, which is a bit different in um, other countries. But the new world here is a supermarket. You know, got different colors. Um, The people were quite nice. Hey, we 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 took some good portraits of some people. We'll show. In the, in the background a little bit later but yeah, yeah it, was, it was very nice you know peaceful no trouble you know because i i did go to rio like what three four years ago now or yeah. coming up four years yeah um there's a bit of trouble you know if you don't if you don't go to the right places or ask the right people yeah um but in la Masa, it's a bit you know it's a bit chill it nice. is very chill, very peaceful. That's what I. That's what I can say. How was your first night without any Wi-Fi? Just to give the viewers and the listeners some context, oh, we actually yeah. didn't have any Wi-Fi last night at all. And uh, <clears throat> Ben had a little bit of an experience. How was your life without no Wi-Fi last night, bro? Man, it was shocking, eh? So, R- R- Lombas is very rural, and obviously the the. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't that we didn't have the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the well, Wi-Fi was just you know ran out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that we had true. like, like, <laughs> like this is it's always you always have to t- tell the full story and the yeah. full story is <laughs> we had wi-fi all day long all night long until until that decides to until someone decides to turn it off <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so, I know what you mean. how was how was the night with that wi-fi though tell me please explain how you how did you feel I know you had a lot of work to do, like actual work. So how did it feel living without Wi-Fi? That's a great question. Um, man, it's just, you know, you, you feel like you lost um, th- th- that connection with, with everyone. You know what I mean? You're just, you're just staring at a phone that says, you know, um, s- still trying to send the message, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I, like so, I, know, it's bro, so I didn't even say bye to the missus bro, bro <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even say goodnight to the missus <laughs> I snuck some through I, 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 what I did was yeah. I found some spots in the house that yeah. you can still probably get some because the, the, the truth of the fact is we, we we're quite fortunate we, we actually got roaming packages yeah yeah you know what I mean we quite paid privileged. Like quite a bit of money for roaming packages but even then some places in Lombasa, like your house, yeah. didn't didn't accept our roaming packages. <laughs> didn't, bro. <laughs> didn't like it, bro. We it, actually had roaming, it was, but the three G didn't work. Where where we like literally? Nah, where, it's where not three G. We only had three G. <laughs> <laughs> and three G, you can't you you can you can barely send text messages. Yeah. What you can do in three G is nowadays it's probably you, you can probably just call. Yeah. Call text maybe text message a little bit, but any any sort of um. Um, data usage, messenger, text, or or um, images, you just can't. You can't, eh? Yeah. Now it's difficult. But obviously, good learnings. Um, one thing that I can remember from Lombasa is that, man, that dog that we saw at the market. Yeah, that was sad, man. That was a real sad moment. Such a busy... Because coming from, well, we both dog owners, you know, yeah. and I have a cat, but it's it just, you know, most, I've been to loads and loads of places. But this time it really touched the heart, you know yeah. what I mean? So like the story of it is is that we we felt so bad for this dog 
we've got videos to show this as well, and you probably throw it up later. But um, we found we, we try to find dog food everywhere. <laughs> <in> the market. <laughs> no one was giving us. No dog one food. was giving us dog food. No one was trying to help. Everyone. It's so sad that everyone's just like dismissing this dog. Like even if the dog's just walking on the street, yeah. Like the cars don't even see it. And it literally within inches away was it was going to get crushed, yeah. And then that that was really sad. That that I think that's sadder than it being hungry. Um, so eventually we got some bread for ninety nine cents, um, Fijian cents, and um, we Nigel, you know, out of the kindness of his heart, broke off a piece of bread and <laughs> and decided to <laughs> give it to the dog. And the dog looked at it and smelled it. It was probably smelled pretty nice, but. Um, didn't end up eating it. I think <laughs> he didn't like our bread at all. Yeah, I know. I, I I think yes, maybe the bread was was a bit too big. Yeah. Um, the, the the piece and and two maybe he just has trust issues. Yeah, that's what I think. I I I think maybe as well. Um, he kept on looking at us, staring at us, trying to like figure us out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like who who why why would you guys do this? No one has ever done this before. That's so true. Actually, I See felt that. I, I know what you mean, bro. Yeah. It kind of felt like that the dog didn't trust us at all. Yeah. Like, because it, it, it felt like he was like, he had so much trauma in his head. Yeah. That he didn't really know what to do. It's yeah. like, this has never happened before. And it's just crazy, you know, like everyone's playing survival here. And it feels like, you know, a dog is literally last priority for most people here. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens to quality of life like that. It's just, the, you know, the priorities, they go all the way down to, um, you know, if you can't even feed your own selves or your own kids or you know your own friends and family you, you know you can't you, you just can't lynch length out all the way you know yeah that's so true bro uh, it's been a bit of an experience I'm, i feel good being back in the motherland after i think this is six years since i've been back to lambasa always good to see my grandma and my family and i've enjoyed it so far and honestly it's always humbling um and also like you get to see how much privilege we have in in you know in new zealand and in Australia and everywhere else that I've been. Mm. Um, and you see the reality. And to be honest, like, I feel like a lot of infrastructure and, and roads and stuff like that hasn't really changed in the last sort of 30 years. Mm. And like a lot of, a lot of young people and a lot of, a lot of people feel, it feels like to me that, you know, they're, they're still in the same way of life. And, and it's, it's, it just puts things into perspective, you know, like, like in terms of like, like, you know, how I see sometimes people complaining about simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, where where people over here are like <clears throat> you know have it way like are living in different circumstances. I'm not going to say way worse because they seem a lot happier. That's what I'm going to say. But <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say dif- different circumstances, different environments. But they they thrive in their in their environments and they make the most of their resources. And mm. and as a, as an outsider, that's what I see. I mm. see humans and I see I see individuals and I see kids and I see every single person as so important that they know how to make the most of their resources. And a lot of times in privileged environments, we don't make the most of our resources or we make excuses mm. of, hey, we don't have enough resources or we're not, we don't have access to the right outlets or don't have access to the right education, but we don't put an effort to learn the education. What's your thoughts, Benny? Man, there's a lot of things that, you know, in that context that I would like to share, but um, I think I think it drills down to... Um, just, just, just the the actual money itself, you know, within within everything. Once you control the money, you control everything. Yeah, um, that's the root of it. Money is the root of all evil. At the end of the day, 
Um, so money is just a form of control, you know, especially for like um, Fiji. Because I recently, I've been reading this book called um, IMF in the World Bank by uh, um, Alex Gladstein. You should uh, you should read it. Um, uh, we're going to put the reference in yeah, the show notes. Yeah, and, and basically, um, in a sense, I mean, I'm just trying to, this might not be 100% right or anything like that, but in a sense, I might summarize what Fiji is going through in terms yeah, let's of do it. What that, in that context, right? Yeah, let's do it. So what the IMF and the World Bank, basically it's the World Bank, does is that they finance countries that are in distress. So in sense of, for example, Fiji, they've got governments, they've got, what do you, what do you want to call it, warlords or whatever, the people that are up top controlling, right? So... So if they ever in need of a, a loan or in, in need of or because of poverty of loan or because they can't pay their debts back because they all borrow from, you know, obviously the World Bank, they can extend their loan or they can borrow again from the World Bank. And the problem about this is not about borrowing more money and more money because that's, that's no problem. Every, every country does it um, except for America. But... Um, <clears throat> in in that sense is that the problem is that the money goes from the World Bank and all those loans to the people up the top and they're not really sharing it down below. Mm. That's that's the big, big problem. And at the end of the day, the World Bank and IMF controls these people to, to basically... So the, the money is not getting passed to the people. So you're borrowing money trying to make things better in this country... But it's not making it better. It's only making it better for the greedy people like the World Bank and the IMF. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So the World Bank and the IMF says, okay, for, for example, I don't know if this is true, but this is what well, I'm going to elaborate here. Um, let's, let's, let's make some good infrastructure within, <clears throat> within Fiji. <clears throat> okay. Well, where do you want to pick? Okay. Well, let's pick, um, for example, um, Nandi, yeah, and let's make Nandi really nice. Okay, cool. Let's make Nandi really nice. Let's do it. So they've obviously invested infrastructure, um, in in all these things in Nandi. <clears throat> Hence, why Nandi is very very nice, and in all this, um, you know, resorts and luxurious hotels comes through With all right? the tourism and stuff. Yeah, like that. but who owns these results? Who owns these banks? Who owns these um things over there? Definitely not the people of Fiji. That's true, right? So, so the so the Fijian government borrowed money to fund all these things to get in the international things to come in here. Yeah, private to, private to take to take you know ownership of all, all these places. Yeah, but the people of Fiji has to work for it, and they carry the debt. They have to repay that debt, and that continues to roll forward. So they're getting the very, very, very short end of the stick from this loan. And this happens to every developing country that is run on the US dollar. That's what basically the gist of the book is about. And even New Zealand's affected by this. We borrow money from the freaking IMF and World Bank. Maybe why, why is our infrastructure not going fast enough? Mm. Maybe there's an incentive that we don't know. Maybe because they wanted to do that and drag it out. Who knows? I mean, I'm just making accusations now, but still, like, <laughs> there's a bigger good. player here, right? Yeah, yeah. And we, we all need to understand things before we, you know, 
So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to understand that. I'm trying to read this book. I'm trying to get more answers. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, it's too slow. Why are we doing this? The government's doing that. They don't have control over that, man. Yeah. Control the money, control everything. <laughs> yeah, you control the money. Like, honestly, it's funny. I was talking to, you know, friends and family and, um, you know, like close family, you know, like they make like, they work like six days a week and make like a hundred bucks. That's, yeah. See, that, that's, know? that's direct form of, um, of slavery, right? Mm. Like in the sense, I mean, not not to put it in a bad way, but it is because mm. they're buying your time for a hundred dollars a week. Hundred dollars a week. That's reality, by the way. And we just spent. We're not making that up. We just spent like nine hundred dollars on the windshield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also funny funny fact. We actually were driving from Lombasa to Savu Savu, and we we hit a we hit a rock, and the rock actually. Hit the hit the windscreen of our car, and now we have to pay like over a thousand dollars to get it fixed. And you know this shit happens in life. You know you just got to make the most of it. And uh, honestly, kind of kind of like bro, we had like a couple of bad things happen today in a row. <laughs> Man, but it's, it's not really good. bad. You yeah. know, it's only bad if you if you if you keep thinking about it. And I keep thinking about, it. <laughs> thinking about it. This guy had to pray in the car. I can steer me if you want a video of that. <laughs> I was praying in the car. I was like, all right, all right, we've had enough bad luck today. Oh, uh, we're in Fiji. All right, let's let's make some good luck. All right, we don't make luck, we create luck. All right, that's what I like to hear. Um, but nah, man. Um, honestly, seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes into this conversation. Um, mm. Obviously, this is obviously a freestyle, and we're in Savu Savu. And yeah, know, I mean, I feel like we can have a long, long conversation, but we we also have another thing that we have to get to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's more important. <laughs> but but you know, the commitment to releasing an episode every single Monday. <laughs> Will not ever be shattered, and <laughs> that's, I trust that's me, the whole purpose. He w- he didn't want me on the show. <laughs> I actually didn't want him on the show. <laughs> he didn't want me on the show. <laughs> but I was like, bro, we got to do this, and that's me just being honest as on the podcast because I I am very committed. That's no, a good. It's a good podcast. Uh, Keep it going, man. Yeah, Keep yeah. it going. And I, I'm very committed to everybody that listens. But honestly, go check out. Um, oh, actually, big shout out to I. You know, you know, in every episode, I actually say big shout out to Feature Weddings, oh, yeah, the sponsors, yeah. Beer <laughs> Sessions. Honestly, <laughs> I haven't told Ben this, but um. Future Weddings actually sponsors Be All Sessions, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, he knows this. <laughs> um, but yeah, now, Ben, bro, honestly, I just want to say uh, thanks for always being such a great business partner, a friend, and everything that you do and all the knowledge that you pass on. Obviously, every episode we've done has been on the cuff. Um, and we're going to keep doing it because I feel like that's where we get the most honest answers out of you. Yeah. And, um, this is the only, yeah, this is the episode and talk about that one thing. Yeah. One thing, but you know, we're going to, we're going to make a, we're going to make a, we're going to do a good episode on the thing you love the most. And we're just going to keep the listeners on it. Can you want to just see next time you're on the session, what are you going to talk about? Man, I actually don't know, but I think, <laughs> I think, I think there needs to be some conversation. Um, in terms of just, I think banking in general. Yeah, hundred percent finance banking. How money yeah. transactions? I feel like that's a big one. Yeah, tra- money management. N- not only that, but like just just how the banks work. I think no one knows how like no one's taught. Yeah, how banks work. I mean, I just feel like that's just really bad because you you have your life savings in that. Yes, yeah, true. Institution or business or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's true. You know, you, you're handing it over. Would you hand it over to me? Would you hand it over to Nizel without asking any questions or what you do yeah, <laughs> and how you work? Yeah. Like, you know, so, but yeah, I mean, just remember 
the money in your bank ain't yours. <laughs> it's wow. very simple. Wow. That's deep. Um, is Okay, can you give us one one line of wisdom before we close out the session? Ooh, always ask me this. Yeah, okay. I mean, I just I just really, really like um, that one Warren Buffett, um, you know, quote. Okay, let's do it. So if there's like blood in the streets, you know, then you got to be greedy. And if everyone's greedy, then then you got to actually like settle down. That's pretty much, I guess, how it went. But it's not exactly word for word. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, you just don't want to run um, with the herd. That's it. I love it. I think we're going to close out the session there because the mosquitoes are biting me. Uh, no, wait, wait, hold on. Okay. you, you got to give the audience a quote from your own. Um, All these years of, um, you know, oh, yeah, this is your hometown too. Um, I think the one that I've been sitting on lately still um, would be, if if you do it from the heart, no matter what it is, even if you think it's right or wrong, and even if you think um, people that that you love the most, or if you if you feel like the world's going to go against you, if you do it from the heart, it doesn't matter because if it's from a pure and a genuine place in the heart, um, I think I think regardless of what you do, it's gonna it's always going to be meaningful, even if it doesn't play out the way you think it's going to play out as long as you do it from the heart damn that's strong man yeah i got a i got a big heart bro <laughs> i know you do i know you do all right we're gonna we're gonna close out the session the mosquitoes are biting me we're gonna go get some dinner now hopefully the video and the light shows up but i know the audio so is just gonna, just before we leave out, go. all right go <laughs> Stop this if off, you man. ever go to fiji please maybe just 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 go on past Lombasa, bro. <laughs> and just stay in dinner out or stay somewhere else because it is a it is a better experience. <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> all right. Yeah, no, no, it's it's all nice. It's a good it's experience either way, yeah. Yeah, it is experience and I feel like it's been heaps of learnings and I feel like if you if you if you haven't been in a, an environment where, you know, you lack resources <laughs> especially go to go to Lombasa and you 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 see the reality of life and uh and I feel like that's why I've, I've, I'm so driven as well, to be honest. I feel like it's given me a lot of, a lot of good positive mindsets. Of, you know? Oh, you know what's crazy, though? One thing yeah. I want to just, just thought about and talk, to, talk about is... Um, My cup, bro. Oh, the, the, <laughs> that one guy that we shot a photo for on, randomly on the street, and he had, a, obviously, a machete to go to work for, right? Yeah. Uh, what was he going to cut the rice, um, yeah. the, 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 the sugar canes and stuff like that, right? Yeah. He had a smartphone. Wow, that's crazy, eh? I mean, you don't have to have the best shelter, you know. But he's he's got, you know, you don't have to be able to eat the best, and you know, you gotta you gotta have data, smartphone. That's how important it is. Yeah, data. You know what I mean? Bro. It is. It's it's important. It's, it's it's communication against with with the outer world. So you stay in, you know, connected, in, intact. Yeah, you stay up to date. Exactly. You know, um, but more importantly, that that single smartphone will enable you to do a lot of things Knowledge. that you'll do in the next five years than you, what you couldn't do in the last 20 years. 100% bro. Knowledge is power. What you can do in the next five years yep. than what you couldn't do in the last 20 years. 100% man. I believe you. So it's going to be powerful, man. All 8 billion people in this world have smartphones soon. All right. 
I think I just came up with the agenda for agenda for the next episode. We're going to be talking about AI and Bitcoin. Close it off. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right, bro. Peace and love. Thanks for coming on the session. Shout out to Future Weddings for sponsoring this episode. Now we're going to go eat because these mosquitoes keep biting me. Peace and love. Anything else? See ya. <laughs>